What's up, y'all? It's your girl Raven with the Real of All, and I have my guest speaker today, Mr. Devon, the Village of Three Three Seven. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. I finally get to meet you. Um, I follow you on Facebook. Um, I love everything about you. I just love your energy, um, how you're involved in our community, and just tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us. Where you're from, um, how old are you, and what you got going on? Okay. Well, thank you, first of all, for having me. I've been following you as well, and I'm you know, <laughs> definitely inspired by what you're doing. I tell anybody, I was just on a podcast uh, yesterday, and I'm like, man, look, first, I've tried to do this, and it's difficult. So, you know, I uh, right. commend you for doing what you're doing and stay committed to doing it and creating that platform and that space for people like us and young people to tell their stories and to still to have that platform. So I'm definitely praying for your success. But my name Thank is Devon you. Norman. You're welcome. Um, I'm an activist here in Lafayette. I'm born and raised here uh, in Lafayette. I have my, I'm a Norman, but my families are the Jones, the Bernards. Um, a lot of people, of course, know that I'm related to the Broussards. Um, Brandon Broussard, who was a boxer, is my first cousin. Um, his okay. mom is my mom's sister. Yes, and I'm also related to to Villa Bays, the the Bens, and all of them. So, like, that's all of my family. That's who right. I am, blood wise. I'm born and raised Lafayette. I went to uh, J W Falk Elementary. I went to N P Moss Middle School when it was N P Moss Middle School before it was right. David Thibodeau Tech. Um, I was actually part of that class that they removed from the school whenever they said that there was mold in the school. We all know that that was a big political issue that happened with that. Um, yes. So, you know, when they split us up, that was, I was part of that class. That year, <clears throat> I actually, we did a play um, called I Have a Dream. And it was about the life of Dr. Martin Luther King. And ironically enough, I played Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. in that play. Um, wow. Believe it or not, I was extremely shy before my mama forced me into going into drama class in middle school. And my right. drama teacher, Ms. Uh, <laughs> Jennifer Frank, she is an amazing um, inspiration in my life. Her and Mr. Augustus, who was our social studies teacher um, at that time, they really taught us about our blackness and about who we were and about, and, and about how to be proud of who we were and the history that most, I'm sure other schools at that time, middle schools specifically, were not getting that information. So I was lucky to go to a black middle um, and elementary school. But right. then life changed. Um, of course, me being in drama, um, I just, I wanted to be, I wanted to explore that side of myself. And so I was in, uh, applied for the Performing Arts Academy for Lafayette High. And of course, got in and through theater. And then midway through that, I added choir. So I did theater and choir in the Lafayette High Performing Arts Academy, graduated. Um, we traveled, uh, went to the Festival of Goals competition and orchestra hall. Um, so we've competed, I've competed nationally um, with singing, uh, have acted in several plays and productions as of recently, the Juneteenth production. And now I'm back on the stage. So that's just a little bit of, I know a lot of times people are like, well, where did he come from? Who, who is he? I'm, I'm right. from here. You know, I've just been right. soaking it all in. And a lot of people also know my uncle is, of course, uh, Christopher Unity Bernard. That's my godfather. Yes. So, you know, when he started off with, uh, with, with Man Up and all of those organizations, I was just so intrigued by how effective, it, you know, he was 
in mm-hmm. engaging the community and how you know he was involved in um at that time I was singing at all the um the balloon releases and stuff that they were having at the time but who, right. who would have ever known that it, you know I'd be at this point and now I attend Gethsemane Church that is awesome so I am um Yanka Yanka and I are good friends um yeah that's my dog. I love Yanka. So I know you come from great family. Um, the Benz, you. you know, the Bruce stars. Um, yeah, y'all have a great family. So Thank listen, you. like I said, you have been doing so much in the community. Um, I want to thank you myself because yeah. listen, it's hard because it's hard to get support. It's hard mm-hmm. just to try to get somebody to hear your voice, but you're not stopping. You're not giving up. And as a young black man, you're also not a statistic as well. Yeah. So, you know, that's big. Shout out to your parents. Um, Shout you. out to your family, because listen, we are losing our boys, our black men. And, you're yeah. not one that's in the streets like that. So I definitely want to thank you so much for that. Um, I know we wanted to bring up a topic about voting. Voting is mm-hmm. coming up November, right? Election. Um, I know my girl, Narika Ross. I know you, you work with her, though, right? You you guys work together, right? Yeah. So, so Narika, um, from the beginning, when we were first uh, engaged in just activism all together. Narika came and supported. I'll never forget she brought water and pizza uh, <laughs> to the very first. And that's just also how the Village 337, I didn't mention that part, got mm-hmm. started. The organization that I, I run is a civil rights organization. And when Trayford Pellerin was uh, killed by the Lafayette Police Department, that's how we were birthed. Well, Narika was one of those people who, you know, even though she, you know, because later on her, her niche, so to speak, would blossom. But um, Narika definitely, uh, at that time, even before then, supported that cause, you know, however right. she could, you know, right. and, and that's the type of person that I, I definitely would, would support. And I support her in her endeavors, you know, um, as, as an organization, we can't endorse any political candidate. But what I will tell the people is that as we engage politics, I think that it's important that we have somebody that's representative of us. Um, exactly. And when I say us, I don't mean just black people. I right. mean young people. And yes. so, and if we, if we, it's going to be a challenge um, to be able to to make history this right. year. Right. Um, right. But I believe that we definitely can do that. Yes, I met her one time. Not really met. Well, we she inboxed me a couple of times, but um, I I've gone to a um city council meeting about like the, the jail we want one to be yes. built on um willow and yes. you know i was one that wasn't big for that as well because at the end of the day our kids don't need a, a jail on the north side of town um mm-hmm. you're just giving them a place to lay their head they have that right. already we have that we we have home fire babies we don't need that you know what i'm saying so I was one, I, you know, when she was up there, she was voicing her opinion, and I was like, and they was like, ma'am, and she just kept going off, and I'm like, ooh, that's my girl. Like, yeah, yeah so I'm, I, I love her because she's another one so young and just fighting for us. Like, yes. you don't see that. You don't see that as in, in our age, in our generation, you know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely back and forth as well. Um, 
Yes. You know, my thing is about when, when you when it comes to voting, a lot of people feel like it's not important. Only mm-hmm. because it's like, man, I voted in. The person still in win. So it's like my right. vote don't count. What I have to, why am I going in there? So can you give us, you know, some information on how to feel different or what can make us right. feel different about that? Certainly. So I think the biggest thing that we have to, that we have to look at, let's be real. All right. We are the realest generation I know. Yes. Let's, let's think about this practically like we would do in the streets. Okay. Right. If somebody is telling you who got everything, that you don't need to do this one thing that they do mm-hmm. because it don't count. Right. Why would you not do it? And why would you believe that and then perpetuate that into your community and say, my vote don't count? Well, right. if your vote don't count, then why would they go and vote? Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. it didn't count, they wouldn't need to vote. Exactly. Because then your vote didn't count anyway. So whoever they wanted to win would win. We'll the problem is, there. that's right. The problem mm-hmm. is we perpetuate that and we say that, but how many times do we vote locally? Because that's mm-hmm. where it's really effective, right? That's where it really matters. How mm-hmm. many times do we take the time to say, well, let me see what's going on in the city council. Let me see what judges are being elected. Because you know what? If I get engaged in something, not putting that we, not saying that I'm going to commit a crime, but if I just so happen to find myself in a situation where I have to right. vote before a judge, I would feel really bad if I didn't actually vote because I got in front of a judge that really didn't mean nothing. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So like, or that didn't care about the the actual outcome or the effect that this outcome would have on your life. So I think that it's incumbent upon us to really see that there is a plan put in mm-hmm. place for us by the system to literally deter us from voting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and we do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the the new Jim Crow basically was established to say that essentially we would implode on ourselves. Right. Like we would enslave mm-hmm. ourselves right? because we would just do things like we would learn these behaviors that. And that's why when people I, I get so cringe, like when people of different generations talk about young people. Right. Because they talk about it from this 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 place of ignorance. And I'm just exactly. calling it what it is because exactly. all ignorance is, is a lack of knowledge. And so they talk about it from this place of ignorance, not understanding the real effects of systemic racism mm-hmm. and enslavement and intergenerational trauma and curses being placed on our people. And so I think right. that the, the first place to start with changing that is the voting poll. Like, like and registering to vote, right? educating yourself about the issues and then making the right choice. Because mm-hmm. right now, if you look at what's happening in Lafayette, and I'm going to talk about the city of Lafayette, because that's mm-hmm. where we at. And if right. you look at what's happening in Lafayette, there's a political arena that's being built up. That's really about to be very sloppy. Mm-hmm. And our young people are engaged in whatever stuff we got going on in our lives, not realizing that the people that be, that are being placed in these uh, offices, um, I'm sorry, I'm getting a call on me. In this. Okay. Um, but not realizing that the people that are being placed in these in these offices are really not concerned about your life. <laughs> They're exactly. concerned about their political power and their yep. gain. So my thing is look at the people who have put their feet to the pavement in the last mm-hmm. four years. I'm not concerned about 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm not concerned about 30 years ago. To the extent in which we're talking about an individual, because of course you have to look at history. 
right? Uh-huh. And you have to say, okay, well, what worked and what didn't work. But what I'm concerned about is a person that's willing to put to to put their life on the line for their cause. Right, right. And I, I'm I'm with you like a hundred percent because I feel like listen, when it's time to vote, or you gonna see everybody out and about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But right now, I feel it's like it's the most important. Like this is the time you should be out. Um, right. And you should be knocking on doors. And I stay in character. I never met nobody. Nobody comes in my neighborhood. And I feel like I don't care if you're in this precinct. You gonna know me because I'm I'm fixing to be on this on this in this. You know I'm I'm gonna be here. So at the end of the day, you gonna know me rather I'm in your precinct or not. I'm still gonna make you know who I am. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, you know, when it comes to the school systems and, and the, the school district who you're voting for, that's important because that's our baby's future. You can, know, can that's their something? future. So, yes. I want, to t- I want to tell black people, go put your, your kids in a, in a black school that's yeah. owned and ran by black people. Yeah. We are Listen, in a crisis had- right now. We are in a crisis right now. Critical race theory is being taken out of our... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no. You good. Okay. So, yeah, critical race theory is being taken out of our schools left and right. So, mm-hmm. you know, we we know that that's coming to Louisiana. We know that that's coming to Lafayette. We know what type of government we have. We've seen what type of system that we are... Put, go put your kids in a black school. Find mm-hmm. one. <laughs> and, and put them... It's critical. It's important yeah. because they are taking our kids and the, the prison to, to the school to prison pipeline is fatter than it's ever been. Exactly. Exactly. Listen, I, I, I had a, I had a situation this past school year and um, I had to take, I, like I told the lady at the school board, the director, like I can no longer deal with LPSS. So my kids, I'm not going, they're not going to that school. I've been trying to get them into Holy Family, LRCH. Like, I just feel like, and, and then when you when you put them there, are you saying that your kids are going there, you know, hear bad things? Oh, they're not going to learn that and all this and that. But at the end of the day, the mm-hmm. truth is, is, the truth and honest is, is honesty is, they're not learning nothing else PSS as well. So at this point, what's the difference? It's That's not right. a difference. You know what I'm saying? And you don't know nothing. You don't know until you actually try and put yourself there and put your kids. You can tell me this and that, but listen, I need to see that for myself because my kids might learn differently than your kids. You know what I'm saying? But listen, when I tell you like the school system is like there are failing our kids. I feel like Mm -hmm. when they go to lunch. They want your kids to sit there. I remember when I went to lunch, we could have talked and do everything. They treating our kids as prisoners. Mm-hmm. So basically, y'all might as well start giving them children their doctor numbers now. You it's know what I'm saying? Yes. It's conditioning. Yes. Our, our young people yes. are being conditioned. And that's why when we see what we see in the streets and we talk about these young people are out of control. No, they're not. They're not out mm-hmm. of control. They're in control. Mm-hmm. And the right. reality of it is what we have to look back at is that we didn't have guns on the streets like we did in the 90s like we do now. 
not because people didn't want guns on the streets like that, or not because they didn't want to have them. It's only because you didn't have mass production of weapons like you do now. You know, it's exactly. only because the NRA is getting stronger and you got, you know, the Republican Party, which is pushing to to make guns, the you know, more accessible to to anybody. It, I mean, right. you know who they're trying to give them to. But then when you make yep. it all, it got to be accessible to everybody. Right. So there are more guns on the street. And so, of course, you're going to have more killings. But let's mm -hmm. be real. The mentality is still the same. That behavior exactly. was learned. And if we don't go back and start uh, addressing, like I said, those generational curses and those in that trauma, you know, look, the, the major thing about it is we have to start making sure that when we go in, and address these politicians, when they're coming into your churches, when they come into your barbecues, when they come in, when they come into your fun day Fridays, like we have it tomorrow, mm -hmm. when they come into all of these events that, that are taking place, you know, you have to be asking them, what are you going to do about the economic disparities that black people are facing on the north side of Lafayette? What are you going to do about the, the misappropriation or, or, or the taxation without representation uh, that's happening uh, with the charter, the way the charter is, where you have the parish of Lafayette being taken care of out of the taxpayers' dollars out of the city of Lafayette? Why? Because right. we have a mayor parish president. So that means that he has the ability to, uh, to allocate funds to other cities within, and no offense to nobody who lives outside of the city of Lafayette, but right. think about it. Y'all all individually have, there's a mayor of Karen Crow. There's uh -huh. a mayor of all of these other cities. What does Lafayette have? The parish president, the same one that everybody else has. Why? Because he needs to be, come on now, you know, so we have to, to be able to, and then, because here's what we have to be careful at. All of these other cities, must think, okay, well, if what happens if my city grows to be a big city? Mm -hmm. how, will the, how will the charter work for me? Right. You know, will it always work this way? You know, we right. got to start thinking about policies and how it's going to affect our families 20 years from now, because that, at that point, that's when we're going to be putting our kids in college. Exactly, exactly. And, and my, my biggest fear is that, listen, <laughs> the North Side is not even going to be a here in 20 years and you, the way everything is being taken away from us everything is being shut down you're this feeling everything real white. yeah that's all they're gonna start they're gonna we start just get we're giving we're giving them the land and the property we're getting their land and their property ready for them to come yeah. build on our side of town that's right y'all don't need no stores y'all don't need this and that we go that's we need we that to up. build exactly Exactly. Yep. Just like the Walmart situation, you know, mm -hmm. it's a lot of parents, it's a lot of people that can't afford to go to the one in Carrico, the one in on Pinhook. Like it was walking distance for a lot of people. And y'all right. took that from us. Y'all right. took that. You know what I'm saying? But once again, that's our fault because at the end of the day, we got to get up and go out there and vote. Because that's when right. you have somebody that's strong enough Whoever was in the office at that time would have told them, "Y'all not taking it from my people." Now, now let me tell now, now let's because so, we're talking about voting. And this is good because let's talk right. about voter accessibility mm -hmm. because you talked about how the necessity of a Walmart to be so close to our people was important because they were they could walk there. It was easily accessible to the to, to people in the community, and I mean right. you saw it literally. People walking in and out, sometimes pushing baskets, borrowing, right. them. <laughs> you know, they would return them right. The time right. Came, you know, but they had access to have their groceries. Well, think about this: how many people actually have convenient access to go and vote? 
in our community. Because right. I'm gonna just tell you, and I'm not ashamed of it because at the end of the day, I work hard for this community and it's a struggle every day. My vehicle is not even working right now. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I can't afford to fix it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if I didn't have people who support my ministry, who support what I do and who, you know, who love me enough to make, make sure I can get where I need to be, I wouldn't have access to go and vote. Right. So as much as right. I do for the community, as much as I'm out working, as much as I'm doing, I know that there are people in our community who would love to be out, who would love to go and vote. And I'm sure probably forgot about it. Or I'm sure probably didn't have the the, the means to go and actually uh, go to the facility to vote. So why is it that we live in 20, we live in America, the United States of America in 2023, and we still don't have mail-in ballots in Louisiana? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why can't mm-hmm. we mail in our vote? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. But, you're right about that. The U.S. postal system is one of the greatest things to ever exist, right? Yeah. So why why haven't we been using that to vote? Because <laughs> we don't want people with the least access to be able to have access to make change it's in their community. Control. Yep. Yep. And I feel like that's where we stand up. And if you have a vehicle, like, and I know you say you don't have one, but myself, I have a vehicle. I got a third room, but I have to step up and pick mm-hmm. up this one and pick up that one. And y'all yep. get in. We're going to make it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We're going to go. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and I feel like, listen, I've been voting since I was 18. I voted and I voted. Don't even, when I read the amendment, I don't even read them thing. I just, and that's bad. That is bad because I feel like I, I just need my sticker. You know what right. I'm saying? But I right. feel like the biggest, the biggest change for me was when I actually voted for Obama and he became my president. I was so excited because I then felt like, oh my God, like my vote counted. Like I can't believe yeah. we made history. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. as far as like the people in Lafayette, like that's that's why I should have been focused at. But you know, we don't be focused. We be on what the world got going on. We don't never stop and think about what we have going on right here in our own little city. And that's a problem. That's a big problem because we didn't vote for, I voted for Obama, but Obama don't know nothing about that yet. And then the people that I put in office are the people that won, you know what I'm saying, not doing nothing. And I'm sitting here complaining, but then I was a part of the problem. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, you know, I just feel like it's, it's a lot. You you have to learn. And of course, I've been sitting down. I've been trying to Google things, you know, the importance of voting. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I really feel like our youth, if you 18 years or older, this is your chance. We have That's to right. be the change. We have to be the change. Like, this yeah. is our generation. This is our future. This is your kid's future. You know, mama, daddy, mama, papa, they did what they had to do. That's right. They had, they did what they had to do. So now it's time for us to step mm-hmm. up. You know, and, and just like, just like, you know, the killings. We had two killings on Juneteenth. On Juneteenth. A day, and, and it was crazy. Let me tell you my experience on Juneteenth. I'm in Super One, and it's this older Caucasian lady. And um, 
I'm I'm talking to my my neighbor and super one we're on the aisle and she comes and she doesn't say excuse me. She's basically just staring me down like to say you go get out of my way. And I didn't move because today my day. Them days over right. with. Them days over with, ma'am. And listen, right. I respect my elders. I re my yeah. mama raised me to respect my elders, but at a, at some point you gotta let them know. It's boundaries, baby. And listen, you're not disrespecting me, not especially not today. That's you know right. what I'm saying? So I didn't move. I I look at I look at it like what what? She didn't say nothing. She didn't open her mouth. And I, I stayed the five extra minutes. I, and my friend was like, man, what's she doing? I'm like, I don't know. I'm guessing she want to get right here. But she don't want to say, excuse me, which mm. that's all it takes. But because it's our day, and yeah. she knows she's upset deep down inside because they made that a national holiday, You her heart burning from that, which it ain't doing her no justice because probably her grandchildren or her granddaughter somewhere with one of my people. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, ma'am, excuse me, it's for everybody. I don't look at color. I got friends that's Caucasian. Okay. I don't look at color. So, but you still have people in this world like that today. You yeah. still have people in this world like that. And I that fear, I, that's a lot of fear for me having kids, you know? Right, right. And you know what's probably we're probably upset up to is like bringing it back to locally on uh -huh. the uh the week before Juneteenth or the week coming up to Juneteenth, there was a flag raising that the mayor took a uh, part in actually. Um he actually made Juneteenth a Lafayette holiday, I think two years ago, if not last year, uh, before it became a national holiday. So, you know, while I've been very hard on this administration and I have no shame in saying it, I will continue to hold them accountable because right. our people have been under attack since they took office. There have been yes. efforts to, you know, to right those wrongs and, and, and acknowledge in, in those times when at least the effort is made. Right. Um, so, and cause I know that it, that stuff like that happens, right. Yes. People take that, that offense and they get upset and they, and they just angry. And so when they mm -hmm. see black people in public, they choose that opportunity to be rude and arrogant. Mm -hmm because they're upset mm -hmm. about what's happening in their city. And right. trust me when I tell you, they are aware of what's happening in the city and we are not as aware and that's where it becomes a problem. Exactly. And I and listen, I didn't change so much and nothing or no one can bring me mm -hmm. back to who yes. I was and where I was before. So back in the day, the only probably would have checked her loud and make a scene, but do that for what? When all I gotta do exactly. is stay in silence, you ain't come and move me, and I'm gonna move when I'm ready. So I said uh, the extra it. five minutes, and when she <laughs> and then I and then I move and I said all it took was was excuse me, and, and listen, she turned so red, she turned she so guilty. red, yes, and I'm like, listen, today I did, man. I said happy holiday. Oh, that pissed her off even more. But I guess she wanted me to act the donkey and the fool and super one with her. Right, so she right. can make a scene and they, oh, they gave him this holiday. Look how they acting. I'm not that person. I'm not that person. Yes. Boy, yes. It, it's just scary because like I said, you got I got kids and I'm scared that, you know, I'm I'm sure they're gonna still go through that. You know what I'm saying? But one thing I'm teaching my kids is how to control that. 
how to handle those mm -hmm. situations. When the cops stop you, whether you're right or wrong, pick up your hands. Mm -hmm. That's all you gotta do. That's it. Yeah. That's all yeah. you gotta do. Yeah. That's all yeah. you have to do. People have to understand we are at war right now, and the, the yes. thing about war is to survive. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, we of course as a we are tired, so tired of having to deal with case after case of mm -hmm. police murders here in the city of Lafayette. Yeah. So let this be a black, should I say a black power warning or alert. Exactly. To the city, to the citizens of Lafayette, to the black citizens of Lafayette, we are mm -hmm. at war, and mm -hmm. we are the casualty. Yep. Urge your children to be mindful when they're interacting with police, to not make sudden moves, to make it clear that they're not a threat, to do everything in their power to survive. But exactly. I must admit, in that warning, that even that does not a hundred percent guarantee that your child will leave that experience alive. Mm -hmm. because unfortunately <clears throat> right now there seems to be no limit right? or there seems to be no bottom as to what they can do um, and, and of course that is added on to the as you mentioned earlier the issue that we're dealing with um, with, um, with the violence in our community you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. which is outrageous right now mm -hmm. um, but again I, I urge the community to understand that all of these things are a, is a result mm -hmm. of issues that if we don't fix those issues, we can't, we, it's, it's no use in even continuing to talk about the problem. And exactly. what I mean by issues is, I mean, the, the issues that can be fixed at a vote, at, at a voting booth. And I'm not saying this to, to be um, uh, cliche. I'm saying it because it's, it's realistic. And I'm not talking about the presidential election. As you said earlier, you know, it's about getting to the local election, finding out who's running for mayor, finding yep. out who's running for city council, yep. finding out what they have done, what is their history. And let me say this, I want to be unequivocally clear that anybody that is running for council deserves to be looked at. You know, while I support who I support and I stand by who I stand by, make your conscious decision based on the issues that matter to you. You know, right. the values that matter to you and your life and your family. What do you want your family to look like in five years? That's how you exactly. need to be thinking in the next upcoming months. It's, it, again, we are at war and we, yeah. have to be, we have to be urgent and diligent. People would tell me probably that I should stay out of it and, 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 and do something else, you know, because, you know, use your platform to, to go sing or, or go act or something. And I will do those things, right? Mm -hmm. But I will continue to engage in, in our community. I will not stop fighting because... At the end of the day, I recognize when the biggest trick that has been played on our people is to believe that voting is not um, necessary or effective in our communities. And guess yes. what? The result of that is the hood looks worse than it's ever looked before. Yes. More violence in our communities than we've ever seen before. Young people yes. losing respect for their mothers and their fathers. The system in, in interfering and infiltrating our homes more than it ever has. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, and taking the, and, and separating the family unit. Mm -hmm. and let mm -hmm. us never forget as we talk about God being taken out of the church, I mean, God being taken out of the home, let us never forget that we must make sure that we are attending churches that have God in them. Number one, if you exactly. believe in God and you go to church, make sure you make sure your church got God dwelling there. And I'm not talking about the God with the little G. Okay. Like your pastor, sometimes like we make of gods, right? Okay. I'm talking about somebody 
who I'm right. talking about the real God, the one who, okay. has, who has been there before you ever went to a church. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's make sure that we have God in our homes. Right. Right. I've been preaching. God has, has been in my spirit that, that, that scripture that says, uh, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, seek my face. And I might be getting it all mixed up, but, but essentially it says, and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and then will I heal the land? You know, yes. we have to turn yes. from our ways. We yes. have to humble ourselves. And then the Bible mm-hmm. says that my people perish for a lack of knowledge. We perish and we die because we don't get the understanding. We don't go do the research like you said you've been doing. We don't do all yes. of those things that are necessary to fill up our minds with what is in, what we need to have in order to make a rational decision. Exactly. How do you make a decision with nothing? Right, right. And like I said, most people do it just to get that sticker. But what did you do? Who you voted for? When you when you're asked, well, who you voted for? Well, I don't know. You know all those amendments. Yeah, those amendments that be on there. Uh huh. Yeah, because I'm guilty too. I'd be like, (laughs) that's too long to read. And then when they come up, my mother-in-law should be like, "No, I know you didn't do that, girl. Why you?" I'd be like, "Oh man, sorry." Like I didn't know. But for the Democrat, Democrat, right? Yes, that's it. That's it. Yeah, but um, you know, we all guilty of it, and it's a learning process but i'll say this we i'm I'm now partnering with and and i think it's okay for me to say that you know well it's been publicly announced with black voters matter um we have a region of eight parishes uh and and we will be um building a coalition called the the southwest um division uh youth division for black voters matter and so we're getting ready to to travel and to tour the state of Louisiana, even uh, planning a trip to Washington, D.C. Um, wow. to engage young people here in the city, but also mainly in the outskirts, right? So in the Karen, yes. Scott, um, Youngsville, yes. uh, you know, all of those outskirts of Lafayette to engage those young people in the issues facing, uh, you know, our, our, our region. And, and I think that, it, that as many young people, you know, that they can possibly, um, come would engage in that i think that would be extremely important because we have to to really get them involved in what's happening and the trick is also to to start educating them before they become Mm -hmm. of age to vote right Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. we're trying to get into high schools we're trying to get into middle schools um we're going to be doing uh, a camp called camp impact with my church we have uh, 40 churches that my bishop oversees throughout the state of louisiana they're all coming into lafayette um, July 17th through the 21st. Um, and we're going to have a camp all that week. You ever heard of Carrie Clark Sheard, the gospel singer? No. Well, no. she's a, a very famous gospel singer and she's also the first lady of um, our international church. And so okay. she's coming in town that Monday night doing a concert then. Um, so we're going to have a camp all week called Camp Impact for Children uh, from I think like the age of five all the way up to 17 and young adults as well. Um, and it'll be free to all of those in the community, um, the city of Lafayette and the surrounding areas. They just have to register online. It is on okay. the LCG website as well. And it's going to be at Hyman, Hyman Rec Center. So anybody that registers can come and participate in this. Um, is leadership focused, of course, spiritually uh, based. But mm-hmm. um, we, wanna, we want to we want to prepare young leaders 
Right. Um, and then we will have a, a, the, the Village 337, my organization will have a camp um, in the, I believe the first weekend of August. So, um, and, and that'll be a, another leadership camp as well. So we wanna really engage the young people in Lafayette, especially as we prepare for this so that way they can also educate their parents because let's be real, yes. in the generation that we live in, a lot of times young people are coming home and educating their parents on issues. So yes, yes. that's what we're trying to do. So yes, we can, we, we can awesome. use all the help in the world from all of you influencers and, and, Listen, and, and, and I'll be there. In the yes. I can definitely be there. I actually, um, I'm a parishioner at St. Anthony Catholic Church. Okay. Um, I know y'all just had the night out there a couple of Yes, yes. It was awesome. Um, I actually sing there. I sing. Um, wow. Okay. So I do sing. Yes, I do sing. Okay. Um, and my kids, my, my boys are some altar servers. Um, all my children it. are involved. And actually, they are it. going to, um, my two oldest boys are going to Washington there with the church. Um, yes, because I know they're going the, soon, right? Yes, yes. That they're same going. week of the camp. Yes, yes. Yep, yep, so, yep. And, and that's big. And like I said, like I'm blessed because, once again, they're not a statistic. They're not out, out in the right. streets, you know. But it, it all starts at home. So, and That's you right. have to have a village and I, yeah. I, I'm thankful, you know, cause I have my mother-in-law, I have my mom, I have my husband, their mom, yes. like it's a village, you know what I'm saying? So without that village, you ain't got a backbone, you know Listen. what I'm saying? So, um, like I said, I, my biggest thing is I'm, I'm definitely my, my next goal is I want to reach out to these kids. Like I just want to reach out to young girls, let them know, like, cause I had my kids, I had started having my kids young, you know? So I, I need to open up to them and then yeah. try to get these, uh, get some positive men to get these young men off the streets, you know? Like right. I need these, somebody to get these parents in check because listen, it'd be the parents That's too. Right. It's not just the kids. It, right. It'd be the parents too, because listen, if you know your son is on Instagram or your daughter on Instagram and, and, and Facebook and they got pictures with a gun and you see it because it's publicly and I'm sure y'all right. friends, then mama, daddy, y'all issue too. Right. It is issue too. You guys to get it together. Uncle, cousin, older cousin. Y'all all, all the, the like issues. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It, it takes a yes. village and I feel like, you know, this is how I feel. This is my opinion. I feel like, you know, the Caucasians are putting this in this in our baby's hands. They putting the guns because what they're doing is they leaving their cars unlocked. They're leaving their houses open because they know that, oh, our babies will go out there and get it. They going and they going to see who call unlocked. They going to pull on that, but they don't have the mind. Their mind is not strong enough to know right from wrong yet. You know what I'm saying? So remember, remember that's, the they're epidemic? putting it in our hands to kill each other. You know, remember the crack epidemic? Yep. Yes. Yes. Our people should never forget. There will always, anytime there's a, there's something of mass destruction. Think about mm -hmm. COVID nineteen. Who did it affect the most? Why yeah. did it affect us the most? Because us. we had the most health issues. Why do we have? We don't just have the most health issues because we black now. We have right. the most health issues because we eat the worst food because that's what's available to us because that's what they give us. That's what they put in our communities. That's what. And and again, these are people that we vote for. Yeah, yeah. I don't vote for. Yeah. And Listen. here's what I always want to remind people of too: 
when you even if you don't feel like you want to vote for somebody, if you don't, if, you need to register to vote. And the reason why is because if you feel at some re, at some point, well, you know what, I didn't vote for that person, but they're so horrible of a politician that we need to be able to recall them. The only way that you can sign a recall petition is if you're a registered voter. Mm -hmm. Okay, now let's let's talk. And then so, felons, felons, y'all don't have no, y'all don't have no excuses. That's right. No excuses. None. That's right. That's right. I would have been the first one walking in there with my head up, my yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes, y'all. We Let me tell you, there's a fight. There's an organization called Vote here in Lafayette. You guys should look them up. If you're a convicted felon, if you're someone who believes that you don't have your right to vote, please, I would, in, in, um, I would, t I would definitely urge you to to look them up. Or Consuela Gaines, um, her story is amazing. Their organization is amazing. They focus on making sure that conv convicted felons can reobtain their right to vote. Um, and so, you know, because we got to remember, even when a law is passed, there's still going to be municipalities and entities mm -hmm. that will try to, because how, how do we know that that's, that that's true? Well, we got to right. look at history. Juneteenth. Right. Yep. Why is yes, Juneteenth even a thing? Juneteenth mm -hmm. exists because of the fact that when the Emancipation Proclamation was signed, there were two and a half years, two and a half years after it was signed, there were still slaves in Galveston who did not know yep. that they were free. 1958. <laughs> yes, sir. So, so yes. we we have to understand that just because a law is passed or just because that there are, you know, things that work in our favor that, you know, like I, I tell people, I'm not necessarily a fan of the buyback gun policy things and all of that. Why? Because, well, our people are going to go and, and give their guns back and, and, and then all of a sudden there's supposed to be one segment of America with guns and the others not right. with guns. Right. Because right. um, yeah. that wouldn't be very wise either. You know, and I'm mm -hmm. not going to get into too much of that, but I would mm -hmm. urge our community to be very, you know, you know, we have to, the thing about guns is that people have to be educated on how to use mm -hmm. them. They have to be educated on when it's proper to use them. And exactly. then we have to consider what type of guns we are obviously putting out in, into the world. But I'm not a fan of taking guns from black people and not nobody else. Exactly. It works two ways. Exactly. Two ways, because listen, the the way people is, it's like that lady went lock knock on her door, on that that white lady door, and um her child tablet, and never made it back home, and yep. that's my biggest fear. Like yep. me knocking on somebody Caucasian door and not never making it back home. That's yeah. a problem. You know that, that is. is a problem. That so is. I mean, we definitely have to stay educated. We definitely have to. Yes. Get we need we need everybody out there to vote. We need it. That's right. Um, that's right. That's our kids' future. That's our kids' future. Their kids' mm -hmm. future. Like, if you don't go do it when your kid, when they start having kids, what can they teach their kids? You know what I'm saying? That's right. You have to be the leader. You have to be the leader. And when... And and when it's too late and you mad because this not being done or like groceries going up, which we can't stop that. But listen, it's just the one have, have 
when everybody that's complaining, did y'all go out there and vote? You know what I'm saying? Like, we have to get out there and vote. We can't sit, just continue to stay home and cry. And But listen, nothing like Pendle. We got an issue with Pendle right now with the room. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, the Evangeline threw away. Somebody was killed today on the Evangeline threw away. Yes. You know? and, yes. And again, like you said, you know, we, we, we have to not only go out and vote right, but also determine what, as a community, what we want from these politicians. Yes. That way we can hold them accountable to it. Exactly. And, and, and not let them come tell us, well, this is what I'm going to do for you. No, uh-huh. this is what we want. Now, who can do this? Yeah. That's how it yes. should be as a yes. community. This is what we want. Now, who can accomplish this? Yeah, and it's, it's sad because you actually driving on the south side and Johnson Street has, you know, the bicycle lanes. And yep. when you actually look on our side of town, we don't have that. Nope. We do not have nothing for our pedestrians. And listen, most of the pedestrians are actually walking on our side of town more than they're right. on the south side. The That's south right, side is full of businesses. The south side with people with cars. The you don't you don't, you barely they they sitting there catching the bus. I don't yep. see nobody just walking up and down. But on the no. north side. That's where everybody walking at. And you don't that's have right. nothing to protect these people. But once again, it starts with us. If we ain't pushing the movement, <laughs> I ain't got to move that's nowhere. Right. That's you right. feel me? I ain't got to move nowhere because y'all ain't complaining enough for it. Y'all don't care. That's right. Y'all don't care. Let me tell you, I adopted this, this phrase. It's not a moment. It's a movement because... I realized how our community, and, and I heard it from somewhere. I don't want people to ever think that this, now for the love of black people, that's, that's me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> this, I, I heard it from somewhere and I was like, you know, I, 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 our people are so, like we think in the moment and we operate and do everything in the moment. Yes. We're so, we want instant gratification. You know, yes. we we, we yes. only are concerned about what we about what's going to happen right now. We right don't now. move with urgency based on what's going to happen five years from now. We only move yes. with urgency based on what's going to happen five minutes from now. Mm-hmm. And the thing, the problem with that is, is that life doesn't work like that. Nothing mm-hmm. in life that's ever worked that's that ever has any value comes quickly. And right. um, and, and so the the biggest thing that has come out of our most recent town halls is that most of the movements that have ever been started lack sustainability. So what do we have to do? We have to be sustainable. And I believe that this is why God gave me that all those years ago was that we have to consider everything that we do and everything that we do, we have to consider the movement, right? Yes. Not the moment, the movement. Right. Even in the moment, I have to make decisions based on the movement. Yes, you have to like, that's just basically like, you know, life insurance. Yes. We sit yes. here and we think that it's a joke. And you know, That's when right. the time comes, we have to raise money here, we have to raise money there. And listen, some Caucasians are smart because this thing they 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 paying on some five hundred thousand dollar policies. That's how they making it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. they setting their babies up. They they know what they want and just like they sitting up here and listen. They let their grandparents adopt. They let their, their parents adopt their child. 
So when something happened to my mom and papa, y'all, they got the they got my child. That's for them. Right. It's gonna keep going. It's gonna keep going. The minute we think like that, is <laughs> oh she can't raise her child or oh she just giving her child away, and not thinking the bigger. It's a bigger picture. It's a okay. bigger picture. They know how to keep it going. They know how to keep the money going, how to keep the assets going. They know how to do that. But that's another thing. If we can just break out of, you know, my heart goes out to the subs, the submarine that, you know, yeah. they found or what happened. But it's crazy because I my I my prayers goes out to them, but it's just something shaky about the whole story. You know, yeah, I, my thing today, is, uh, I think it's um it's 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 been confirmed that they uh yeah the it, it exploded imploded yeah right. so those people are definitely deceased. Yes, and um I look at it like this: one of them was a, was he was inventing something, and of course, just like the the guy that was inventing the um you remember the engine the engine the water engine. The black guy that was killed in the mass shooting in Buffalo. Oh, he wow. was a cop. Um yes, he got yes. killed in a mass shooting. Uh Dr. was Dr. C B um civil C he mm -hmm. was he was finding a cure mm -hmm. yep. for cancer and, and he died. And it's just basically if you up there, you and, and you letting the world know. And I feel like what happened was if they would have come back up, then more billionaires would have want to go down and, and see what you know, oh they made it, so let's go down and just, let's go, you know what I'm saying? And the world didn't they didn't want that to happen. The government didn't want that to happen. See with, with that, I actually so, I did a little so I did a little research on that. And uh -huh. what happened was so the, the guy, the 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 vice, the president and vice president was the actual owners of that ship itself. Gotcha. So they actually invented that ship. Wow. But it never they never actually put it through to any get a type of regu regulatory. So you know, they basically mm -hmm. that what I think what it proves to us. Is what happens when you're privileged with a lot of money, yeah, and you don't have to go through the process. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because what happened was, I mean, yet, yes, they were billionaires, but I, I don't want people. I don't. We got to remember these were scientists and people who were explorers, right? Or people right. I don't know if they were scientists, but they were explorers, and that right. was basically that's their life's work. So uh -huh. them dying in that explosion, yes, it's sad because we 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 rarely hear of that, but it also right. too is kind of that's. That's how they would have wanted to go if they ever had a choice. I mean, I would think. Um, but right. you know, the reality of it is they understood the risk because they didn't get it approved. You know, mm -hmm. there are other submarines that are approved and that went through the process, but there were also people who um were supposed to go on the trip who pulled out because of safety concerns. Wow. Got the deposit back because they said that wow. the company they said when you when you put so much money on a trip like that or on those types of excursions, the company is supposed to be meet milestones, and then you pay every time they meet a milestone, you pay so much towards the trip, so that way you know right. that they're gonna do what they. But he said they kept missing milestones, like with the safety requirements and all of that. It, it just wow. he, he felt it wasn't safe. So I think that <sighs> you know they they wanted to go and be the first to explore that portion or 
able to go and find whatever they wanted to find, but they they didn't make it. But the, I think the lesson for us to learn is that no matter how much money you have, we cannot defeat God's creation, number one. Right. And number two, we have to, we, we money should never give you the ability to do, to, to be above the law. Right. We live in a country where regulations exist. And money talks. Where so. the money does talk. Money, money talks. Talk. And it, it, it shows what happens when money talks too loud. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And my because thing is, this, you know, this money affected people, some rich white men. Yes. And a lot of people is upset in our communities, black people, and I can understand, like, listen, first of all, not everybody was raised the same way, so not everybody have the same type of heart. Um, People go, we're from Louisiana, so people go make jokes here and there, and a lot of jokes was being cracked cracked up about it. Yes, some people lost their lives, um, but you can't make nobody feel no type of way, because listen, all I'm asking is that when there's somebody on our side, I have that same energy. Like y'all break down and y'all, 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 y'all feel y'all feel hurt about it. Um, we still got Ella that's missing, and uh, she like nobody ever posted her again. Like her family posts her every day, but this is five men that don't give a damn about us. Um, even if they had to take care of us, and if they did give a damn, I mean they billionaires. It's a lot of children that's missing. It's a lot of children. It's a lot of people that we, we, we're we in a recession right now. Why y'all didn't try to send that money? But then again, there's people that don't care about us. And we got somebody right here in Lafayette that has been missing. And we never, ever posted her. Or we never went out and looked and tried to set up this and that. Back. I don't care. I don't care if it's a year from now. Every weekend, nobody said, let's still go out there and look for her. We right. have to have that same energy when it comes to us. You That's see, it. if that was us, if that was right. us enough, first of all, we know better than to play with water. But if that was some rich people like us, right. enough, them, them, them Negroes know that knew better than that. I don't know what they, it would have well, been all type of can I say this? I, I don't believe that they would have been able to put an unregulated submarine. Mm-hmm. I don't and think they five black You're people right. would have been able to put an unregulated submarine to the bottom of the ocean. I don't You're think right. the law would have allowed right. that. That just goes to show that the difference, you know, but, yes. I, but again, I can't, I can't make that assumption because I guess that has never happened, right? But at the right. same, but let's just, based on what we know in American history, that just doesn't happen, you know, and Five white men being killed in, in that situation, you know, unfortunately is sad, but you're right. We have become so desensitized to death because we see it every day. We, mm-hmm. we see our people slaughtered on the streets and nobody mm-hmm. cares enough about it to do anything about it. We see, um, and, 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 you know, because it, it just hit my spirit. One of the things that bothers me the most is when, you know, our, our some people in, in other generations they they you hit they hit me with the line. Well, what about black on black crime? Mm-hmm. And you know, here's the thing: black people don't kill black people because they're black, right? Like it's proximity. Mm-hmm. So yeah. crime happens in communities because people deal with each other in close proximity. Exactly. If, 
black people were more fluent and had more money and had more things to do, to do? than to yes. engage with each other all day long and to have conflict and to have access to guns, <laughs> then guess what? There will be less crime. Exactly. So when, exactly. when they hit me with that, well, what about like, because black people, we have an us problem. Well, America has a problem and America yes. has always had a problem. America has had a problem since they enslaved us. America has had a problem since they, 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 they implemented uh, the, the new Jim Crow. America yep. has had a problem since the civil rights movement and America has, mm -hmm. it still has a problem. Uh, they literally took to the Capitol and was trying to behead their former vice president, who was, by the way, Republican, because he was going to certify the election. Mm -hmm. That happened <laughs> in the last election. Like, I don't know if our people are awake. Like, like, right. like you know, when they want to behead their own, yep. what yep. do you think they want to do to you and, you and they live next door to you? Exactly. Exactly. So we have to understand that everything that has happened to us, and it's not to make an excuse because we have a responsibility to Rosa mm -hmm. Parks out with people, right? <laughs> like yep. Rosa didn't use the excuse that all of these issues were what they were, so she wasn't going to do nothing about it. But she also didn't hide from it. Mm -hmm. She didn't kiss up to the to the to the slave master, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and blame her people for their own oppression. Exactly. So we have exactly. to be careful of that, you know, because you can't try to heal out, try to heal the community while tearing it down and tarnishing at the same time. Exactly. The community is hurting. The murder that we see, the devastation that we see, everything that we see is because of a, a result of systemic oppression, racism, mm -hmm. uh, economic inequality, redlining. Mm -hmm. I mean, I read a lot to my students just the, just uh, right before school ended that stated, and it's still in existence, that showed where um, laws were put in place to redline people in Louisiana. So the hoods that exist, the hood, the ghetto, they exist on purpose. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a purpose. Everything is yeah. a purpose. But yeah. you can make that, you can make that change. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, and listen, yes. I'm going to end with this. Listen. Anybody can make it out the hood. Um, yes. And just like Caucasians use the system, we just have to be mindful on how to use it as well. Because yes. they use it up. And and that's, that's exactly right. what I did. <laughs> I that's used right. it. Listen, I sat down. I, I went into a housing when I was young. Went to a housing. Got a good job. Because you're not about to just sit up here and put me in critical condition thinking you can tell me who can come in my house, who can live in my house, who can sleep on my, on, in man. my bed, who I can feed. No, you're, I am not your child. I got a mama, right. I got a daddy. So you're not That's about right. to put me in critical condition. And what we're going to do is, listen, I'm going to sit up here, go to school. While I'm in school, I'm going to Pay this little ten, eleven dollar um rent, and then once I get what I where I need to be, then listen. Once I'm done with school, I'm gonna look for a good job, and that's what I did. And after that, listen, yeah. move and move into a rent home where I pay rent, save what I had to save, save my income taxes, then I ended up buying my house. That's how you do. Yeah. You have to outdo the system. Stop letting that's the out right. the system outdo us, because right. anybody that's can right. do it. Anybody right. can do it. Just like they beat it, we can beat it too. They don't have that power. 
That's that right. Power Listen, is no you just there. you just did what is the most important thing. What I tell our people: if we're going to get out of this. We have to educate our people, and that yes. is just that nugget right there. You don't know how many women that could help, how many men that could help, single men that could help yes. on how to get out yes. of it. We just have to be be willing to put in the work. And I'm proud yes. of you for doing that. Yes. You know? And I will. And I, and I. I guess I'll end with saying too that even for those that are still in the hood, we there's hope to even make the hood a better place to be. Like yes. we can make the hood a better place to live. We can refurbish the home, mm-hmm. the homes that are there. You know what I'm yes. saying? We can go and take those blighted properties and put community resource uh, buildings there and put uh, yep. food pantries there and put, you know, things there for our people, um, exactly. you, know, uh, you know, just ex- accessibility for our community to look better, to be better. And for those that leave, they can come back when they come visit mama and when they come visit their aunties and uncles, they don't have exactly. to feel like sad when they leave because of what they're leaving them in. And listen, we can start breaking down all them family dollars and dollar generals because that makes it a hood. When you see a, when we go somewhere and we see a family dollar or dollar general out of state, we know we in the hood. Hello. You know, <laughs> we know we right. in the hood. So That's all right. that on every corner and every block on the north side, we don't need that. Send mm-hmm. us a Costco. Send us Come a Walmart. Send us a Sam's. You That's hear right. me? Send us what y'all got on that side of town. Because y'all That's ain't right. got Give a lot of family dollars on that stores. side. Okay, that's all. That's all we need. That's so listen, home. yes, yes. This is not going to be our last interview. Um, yes. I definitely appreciate you once again. I thank you so much um, for thank everything you. that you're doing in our community. If you need me, I'm here. I promise you. You need me to come and you need me to do this. I, I've been trying to learn how to write my own music, so maybe you can help me out with that. Yes, um, we can. Yes, we can work together. Yes, I'm here. I'm here, and it takes a village. Once again, it does. So, once again, it's your girl Raven with the real and the raw. Until next time, peace.